This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I'm Ashlyn Keenan and today my guest is Mairead Lockman, who is a matchmaker and dating coach from lovehq.ie. Welcome Mairead. Hello, how are you? Nice to be here. I am buzzing to have you because I have never met a matchmaker. I have never gone to, what's the place in the, down the country? Well, that's Verna. Yes. I have never gone to Listoon Verna. I have never employed the services of a dating coach, uh, although I probably should have in hindsight. Um, and now I'm married and I'm off the dating register, so I'm totally fine. I probably won't be needing you, although I do Fingers refer crossed. to him as my current husband all the time. <laughs> um, so, Mairead, just before we start, actually, Mairead just gave me, hit me with a statistic there. She has sent five and a half thousand people on dates since 2017. That's a good statistic. Yeah, of all ages, all over Ireland, yeah. from all walks of life, you'd be surprised, you know, sometimes people walk in, they've never been on a date. Sometimes people walk in and they have been married four times. They're like, OK, where am I going wrong? <laughs> so I meet everybody in between. The whole spectrum. You never know who's going to walk in when I'm That's having amazing. a consultation. So yeah. tell me, just before we start, because we're going to, today's episode, we're going to discuss um, kind of building a bio. So the perfect, you know, way to represent yourself, whether that is online on Tinder or Hinge or Bumble or wherever, or if that's in real life. And I know Mairead was saying that before you even start thinking about writing a bio, you have a lot of work to do. So just Mairead, tell me a bit about your like your career as a matchmaker and dating coach. How do you get into something like that? Are you just really I good think, at dating? Yeah, well, I just think that you kind of <laughs> happen upon it, if I'm honest. You okay, don't like yeah. go to college and talk to your career guidance teacher. To be honest, I think if you told your career guidance teacher you want to be a matchmaker, yeah. they'd be like, okay, well, you can't be an astronaut. Like, you know, calm <laughs> yeah, down and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Although um, at least there are college courses for astronauts. I don't know if I know there definitely is for matchmaking. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose I worked in finance for years. I was okay. a uh, qualified financial advisor for seven, eight years. And I was single myself, but naturally right throughout my life. So mm-hmm. for well over 17, 18 years, I've been matching all my friends. I'm quite an outgoing kind of social type of person mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and, you know, I go off to Australia traveling, come back with five new busy male mates or female mates. Yeah. And I'd be like, come on down. I'm originally from Mullingar. So I'd like, come on down for the weekend. I have loads of girls or I have loads of guys that I'd love to introduce you to. Yeah. So organically, I have matched so many couples okay. like so many of my friends acquaintances my hairdresser you name it yeah. you know so like you know um, in Murder She Wrote anytime your one goes to any town there's yeah. a murder you well, go anytime, to a town yeah. there's an engagement so like my sister <laughs> came home from Australia this year to get married in right. April last April sorry right. and uh, I actually set up three couples at her wedding three like, at her wedding That's yeah, and solid. I was bridesmaid for the day as well <laughs> oh and God. I was helping to organise her wedding from Australia and you still so managed to I still managed to set up three, three couples so and it's so funny did you just 
you, you did you just take a notion one day and say, do you know what, I'm actually really good at this. I'm going to make it into a business. Yeah, I suppose I saw how difficult it is to date. You mm. know, um, I was single, obviously, when I was growing up. And I, like, you know, like any kind of teenager or whatever, like they see their friends in relationships. And I was single and I was like, how come they're in relationships? You know, I, we've all I been there do? before. I'm like, you know, she's a bitch. Like, how the hell has she got a relationship? You know, or <laughs> like, yeah. you know, or like it, it depends, you know, and like I always just think to myself, I'm a really kind person. How can how come I can't find somebody? Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of found it quite difficult mm-hmm. as well. Then one of the things I suppose I specialize is in for professionals finding love right. because life okay. is so busy. So okay. definitely when I worked in finance, like I was commuting up and down to like I lived in Dublin for years, but then I started commuting up and down to Mullingar. That was a four hour round trip a day. Right. Like if you put that in four, five days a week, that's 20 hours. That's a whole half Where's week you, on top yeah, of your, yeah, yeah. Where and that's if you in? leave, yeah, that's if you leave your office on the days. Mm. So I kind of had to look then at like, right, where am I going to put dating into this? Mm. Like the thing we all need to realise is there's no better experience in the world than being in love. There is no better experience. Fair. I think that's Absolutely. fair. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is nobody shows you how to do it. Like nobody shows us how to do it. True. Everybody talks about work-life balance, but nobody talks about work-life love balance. Yeah. And really it should be love, like, you know, yeah, love, yeah, work, yeah. life and everything yeah. like that. We should be putting that first. Yeah. So I really kind of sat down. It was and like it was between Christmas and New Year's. And believe it or not, that's actually my busiest time of year. So that's why I'm so, crazy yeah. this time of year. Yeah. But it was between Christmas and New Year. I was quite lonely and I was like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. So I started reading lots, but like reading in a very, we'll say realistic way. Okay. okay. Because some, everybody thinks that they're fabulous. When like they're really reading, do, do you mean like? Reading self-help books or, yeah. or I started reading everything from okay. blogs to self-help books to watching stuff on YouTube but I did it in a very realistic way because okay. I was like okay we all think we're fabulous and people should land on our doorstep but that's yeah. not going to happen Yeah. so what do I need to change about myself mm. you know and like everyone's like with dating you need to be yourself and just put yourself out there and if they don't love you for you like yes to an extent okay but there are people out there because they're just going about it the completely wrong way. Mm-hmm. So I was I literally just brought it back to a white piece of paper and just started from scratch. Okay. It's like, what type of person do I want to meet? So that's, you know, that was that first of all. Okay. Then when I fell in love myself, mm-hmm. I met like a really lovely guy yeah. and I was moving then. I was obviously working in a big, big company and everything. Mm-hmm. I was moving then from... Um, from Mullingar down the country whatever to live with him and I was trying to find a new job and I was like you know I'm helping so many people to find love and it is so difficult and here I am in love myself like and I just think it's amazing why don't I help other people so I just started doing it part time and then very quickly it became full time and is it word of mouth a lot with your word of mouth is huge absolutely huge so like a friend will like have success with you and then tell her pal they'll tell 10 people and and it's kind of the opposite to in most businesses it's negative word of mouth that goes crazy but actually with mine you know in a lot of times success very often people don't tell people but the people that do they tell a huge amount of people okay yeah and so that's because I think if you if you find success in, in something like love it means so much to you that of course Absolutely. it's something you're going to but want to share but it's the feeling you want everybody yeah. to feel like that yeah. you know if you have a really great friend and you're planning you're getting married and having babies and everything like that you know everybody that I meet Re- always say to me I have a great friend mm. or I have a, a fabulous brother or I have a fabulous sister like how can they come to you you know yeah, yeah, how yeah. can I bring them to you so yeah it is and tell me uh, like aside from all the really positive feedback mm. and positive word of mouth stuff mm. you get do you ever get not negativity but do you ever get people who are sceptical and who are like 
a dating coach matchmaker I'm not going to a matchmaker you know what I mean do you ever get that kind of reluctance you you absolutely do of course okay so what I very often people say I'm going to buy my friend a voucher first of all I don't do gift vouchers because people have to be ready to come to me they really have to be ready it's like giving somebody a voucher for Weight Watchers like you're not going to do it they have to be ready to do it themselves okay you should make the decision yourself yeah absolutely so I'm like here's my phone number get them to call me so I don't call them anything like that get them to come to me because to be honest um, I only want to have people that are genuinely looking for a long term serious relationship okay I don't take on people otherwise I really don't because there's enough people out there looking for real love and there's enough apps out there for people that are not looking for real love exactly for for the other thing that people are looking for and do you ever you know when someone gives you a call can you kind of get a get a read on them pretty straight away like can you know okay they're actually serious they really want um sometimes very often they'll ring the office first of all to book a consultation with myself right so I meet every single person for matchmaking and for date coaching myself face to face yeah so it can be a little bit slower sometimes than what people are expecting but I'm very very realistic in how it works so people come to me for a consultation the consultation lasts between 45 minutes and an hour okay I get to know them first of all Mm -hmm. then I talk to them about the type of partner they'd like to meet and then I talk to them about how comfortable they are with dating how comfortable they are with flirting how comfortable they are in their own skin Mm -hmm. and anything else that comes out of it so sometimes just having the consultation with them they do feel very relaxed everybody comes to me is so super nervous you'd swear they were going on a first date with me but they do relax quite quickly so do you feel kind of like a therapist sometimes um I don't because I'm not a therapist, you know, yeah, I okay, absolutely yeah. not. But do people share with you in the they same way? They share with me the biggest stuff you could yeah, even think yeah. of. I think more so than they'd even tell their family sometime. Yeah. Um, I've often sent people off to go to counsellors and okay. told them to come back to me okay. um, or wherever else they I felt they needed to they go. Need, yeah. um, you know, I don't take on everybody. Um, yeah. I certainly don't take on vulnerable people and I mean that in the nicest way or some that I feel possibly that I can't help them. Okay. So I'm very realistic. They meet me for a consultation before they even are allowed to join. Mm-hmm. if I'm honest and is the consultation free and then you no the consultation okay. is 100 euro okay so, so it is you, yeah it's yeah. 100 euro for the 45 minutes to okay. an hour so and we go time, through yeah. everything absolutely yeah. um, and it's a professional you know it's yeah. absolutely professional so I suppose in a way that like you that kind of indicates whether someone is serious or not. It, well, first of all, it's not, people are they're not going they're to not come. Gonna they're going to go. Yeah, you know, they're not going to come. They're not going to pay that money. And exactly. I mean that in the nicest way. Totally. Yeah, My yeah. consultations used to be less than that. Okay. Um, and I found that people were coming. I suppose that were not um, not very serious and were not going to put in the work themselves. So very okay. often it was a friend just putting pressure on them to come. Okay. Or. Um, they were expecting me to have like this magic wand. So it's yeah. like, Mariah just set me up with somebody and I'll get married. Yeah. You know, whereas people, they need to have um, some sort of investment. And I don't mean uh, financial investment, if yeah. I'm honest. That's only one of the kind of things. They need to have um, an emotional investment yeah. in it. And be able to do the work, the homework, I suppose. That's it. Absolutely. A lot of the time with things like, you know, even with health things, we'd say, like, mm-hmm. I remember going to a physio because I hurt my yeah. back. And he was like, "I, you can pay me and I can do what I do here. Yeah. But you need to go home and do these exercises Absolutely. every day Absolutely. or else you're not going to see an improvement. Well, I, have, I, yeah, the same. I have a team of professionals in the background. OK, mm-hmm. so I um, will say, you know, women that have never worn makeup, they'll say, look, I'd love to be able to do my makeup like you. So I'm like, right, OK, well, can I suggest you go to this lady? She'll okay. show you how to do it. Someone else, then I don't know how to dress. Great. No problem. I send them off to someone else to get dressed, you know, to yeah. to decide male and female what, you know, what they're going to wear and everything like yeah. that. Um, I had another gentleman that a huge amount of physical issues would have happened 
was he had had cancer and that brought on a whole wave of other health issues ended up having to get one kidney removed and then a kidney transplant Um, and in the meantime this is a young gentleman ended up having a stroke and therefore had um, a disability as the result of all of this so you know he was hitting a brick wall kind of what he was going to do and as part of it I said to him look I have these team of people here so let's talk around it so I started sending I suggested he might go to a guy that I know that does help rehabilitate people it's he's a kind of specialist guy yeah and he's currently working with them but he's gone from having quite a bad limp and this guy's only in his late 30s mm. to walking almost normal again now look that's nothing to do with me but you know, sometimes I say to them, well, look, if you, if you feel that that's something you'd like to change, yeah. here's somebody. It's yeah. up to you whether or not you call them or not. I'll be working about other stuff in the background and we'll go from there. So you're kind of you're the meeting, big picture person. You're meeting real people from yeah. like, you know, yeah. I I also have had people that come to me that said they haven't had a hug in 12 years. Not a hug from anybody. Not a romantic hug. I mean a hug from any human person. Now, I don't know if any of your listeners have ever broken up with someone. Mm. One of the toughest parts about breaking up with someone is the lack of physical contact yeah is the lack of hugs is the lack of someone just putting their hand their skin on your skin you know and i'm not even talking in a sexual way i mean even just physical contact um it's it's a huge huge difference so it's all of those things you're bringing that people are bringing to me you know and like that then as well on the other note you might meet somebody that is um like a super wealthy businessman, businesswoman, have mm-hmm. a huge career and are like, I'm not meeting people that I feel that are on the same level or understand my lifestyle. Okay. You can meet anybody. Yeah. And does time, like when, when someone comes to you, does is time a big issue for a lot of people? As in, I don't feel like I have time to date. Yes. Um, and how do you, like, how do you insert time into yeah, someone's so life? One of the like, biggest, can you? One of the biggest questions that I um, say to people is, you know, if I introduce you to someone, are you going to have the time to date them? This is it, yeah. So I often hear of someone say, like, one of the questions, first questions I would ask would be, um, you know, why do you think you're single? Yeah. And very often, well, I work too much and then I'm commuting and then I have this and then I have that. Yeah. So they have all these time constraints. And so, yeah, of course, the obvious question I'm going to say to them then is, well, if I introduce you to someone, are you going to have time for them? And the first answer, they all say, oh, yeah, I'll make time. Yeah. But actually, what I do is That's get them to make time before I introduce them to somebody. Okay. Because otherwise it loses momentum. So I'm sure you know of so many people that dated someone and literally it goes weeks in between dates. Yeah drives me insane yeah, so yeah. like very often I go to call one client for another client to arrange their date for matchmaking because I actually arrange all aspects of the date okay and um, I think there's a lot of people have missed opportunities as a result of it yeah. but I go to call somebody and they're like well I'm not free for the next three weeks okay that's fine yeah I'd rather you're not free for the next three weeks and then you're free afterwards than me try and squeeze in a date now and then nothing for three weeks I know so I'll actually mean. make them wait the couple okay. of weeks okay. because I have seen people that have you know squares in the date yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. like that but you do like I've seen it happen you do need to kind of keep it regular you have to have momentum especially in the initial so what I try yeah. and suggest to people is minimum of twice a week for at least the first four to six weeks minimum right so a Wednesday and a weekend date okay more if you can get it in like okay. it depends on how serious you are about dating but yeah. anybody that comes to me is looking for long term and real love mm. now you know if you are looking for long term and real love and you're not getting that time into it mm-hmm. I think it's important to consider for yourself is this the right person for me yeah so really I think it all starts how it all really needs to start is they need to decide the type of person they want to meet mm-hmm. okay so okay. one of the first things I do with my clients is talk to them what type of person do you want to meet mm-hmm. so we go through that in 
in detail pretty mm-hmm. good detail yeah. okay now as part of that as well I actually started doing a webinar so they can go on lovehq.ie and there's a webinar on how to start dating okay because there's no one taught you how to do this no, as no. I said love is the most important feeling in the world mm-hmm. but the problem is no one teaches us how to do it mm-hmm. you know and very often we're learning from our parents which possibly you know might not be the ideal might not be the example. ideal but like yeah. you know if I look at my parents they're madly in love but I don't want to have their type of relationship because we're a whole different generation yeah. you know it's completely different yeah so we first of all need to decide the type of person we mm. would like to find. Now there's and six when you say the type, like do you, do you ask for like a list? Do you ask for like physical traits, personality yeah, I traits? I have a questionnaire I fill out with right, them, okay, okay? Okay. But there's six characteristics that every single human being wants. Okay. Male, female, gay, straight, regardless of age. Okay. There's no point in dating someone unless they're kind. Yeah. Okay. Like your life is going to be miserable unless the other person is kind. Yeah. You also want to meet someone that's happy. OK, yeah, because yeah. that's going to make and you might have seen it's a lot. It's on Facebook and a lot of social media mm-hmm. like lately. It's like the person you choose to share your life with is going to have a huge effect on how you live your life, your mental health, your day to day life, everything like that. So it's important you choose wisely. Mm-hmm. So these six characteristics, someone that's kind, someone that's happy, someone that's in good health. Now, look, that's ideal, obviously. But if you look after yourself, then possibly you'll attract someone else that has good health. And I know that's not always possible but it's important so kind happy good health and um, looks after their appearance because obviously you want to feel close to them and everything like that and mm-hmm. um, somebody as well that is free and available to date okay so if you're dating key. <laughs> that is key it absolutely <laughs> is but you'd be surprised what happens yeah. is sometimes loneliness can set in yeah so someone will hold on or kind of latch on to somebody that possibly isn't free and available to date and i don't mean just single so yeah. that's why i haven't yeah. said someone that's single i mean someone that's actually emotionally available yeah. so it's not someone that's just out for a relationship and trying to get back with their ex or any of that crack yeah so someone that is actively looking for a new person to enter their life mm-hmm. and then someone with the same kind of values as yourself yeah so it's important you listen out for or what what they think is important mm-hmm. and things like uh, when you say the same values do you do you ever ask questions like politically where do you stand yeah. or you know like I try I actually like say to people please don't talk about religion and politics in the first few dates okay so I do okay, think so it's you important give that advice. yeah yeah I do think it's important to have similar family values but I mean okay. um I mean I suppose I suppose like do you want to have children do you want all of to those things get married? how you is, brought up yeah, everything okay. like that yeah, you know yeah, yeah. um one of my exes um he was from Germany and actually we had a lot more family values similar to some of the Irish guys that I dated okay. you know so it's funny that um different characteristics now I'm not saying that he was the ideal absolute because he's my ex but yeah. what I'm saying is it's funny how his upbringing would have been quite similar to mine in comparison to uh, another ex of mine yeah. years and years ago where his upbringing would have been completely different right so um, and it, obviously it just it's not a matter of class it's kind of what people find important you know and do you ever turn people away like how do you turn mm-hmm. people away how do you say look you're not ready mm-hmm. and do you say that to people Sometimes I tell people that I think they should go and see possibly a counsellor yeah. or get professional help before I will take them on. Right. So I it, to, Is that a hard conversation to have? Uh, no I don't think so okay. because I'm very honest and I okay. think people get that from me from the beginning. Like my 
the whole reason I do this is to help people to find love. Yeah. So if I feel that that's the first step in it, that's absolutely no problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, first of all, like sometimes I can send them to whoever they feel they need to go, if it's mental health, whatever. Other things yeah. I can help them with along the way mm-hmm. as well. Um, because match the, if you want me to actually set you up on matchmaking yeah. and, and actually arrange all aspects of your dates, it's membership. So yeah. how I say to people is I don't take on everybody. Okay. But I'll only take on people that I feel that I can help. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so yeah. if I don't feel that I get the type of person they're looking for, some people are unrealistic with the type of person they're looking for. Okay. Um, some people are unrealistic for the type person they're looking for for them so sometimes they're unrealistic about who they are sometimes as well and I mean that in the kindest way but you know some people underestimate themselves some people overestimate themselves Mm -hmm. we're dealing with real human beings they come as they are you can do as much coaching as you want but they're still going to be who they are at the core you know and sometimes as well I don't have the right person for them so I say look I'm just going to I'm not going to let you join today and I let you I come to you when I have someone for them sometimes okay. it can be two or three weeks sometimes it can be Longer, six months yeah. yeah and I just tell them you need to be realistic you know don't be calling us every day I will be back to you when yeah, I can yeah. I know there are other matchmakers out there that take on absolutely everybody but I don't think that that's possible in order for me to do what I do properly I don't think you can take on every single person each time someone sits in front of you and those those conversations like mm. I'm just thinking there so say if someone comes into you and they mm. are grossly overestimating themselves mm-hmm. and therefore the, the the person they want is entirely aspirational and mm-hmm. probably not going to happen can like how do you say that to someone how well, do just, you say listen you're you're dreaming too big there pal that that person is not around the corner for you you're going to have to lower um, your expectations like how do you I have just, that I just sometimes say it okay. I just sometimes say it um, okay. we just we we do the odd events as well. So like I okay. do a thing called a table for six. I send three single ladies and three single men on group dinner dates. Oh, that's it's probably really, how a yeah, lot of your listeners really cool. would have heard about me. Um, that's been absolutely huge, and it got huge coverage. And when we set it up first, and yeah. honestly, the phone hasn't stopped ringing since then. Brilliant. Um, the I normally those people go on the events themselves. So we mm. book a table, we'll say in Dublin, and we send six people there. They sit down at the restaurant, and all is great. And okay. Then on the Monday, sometimes people ask for their, each other's phone numbers on the night, but then actually on the Monday, they might give us a call and say, I'd like to get two of the girls' numbers, I want to get two of the guys' numbers, or okay. I'd like to meet them again, or I'd like to... Okay, so, so it's not it's not like you match up each individual pairing and then send them off to make it no. less awkward. You actually just send, send three six singles. people, three guys and okay. three girls out for dinner. And, and would you assess great. their personalities beforehand so they a bit? book a ticket through our website. We, right. we don't, it's not matchmaking. Okay. So, yeah, it's so not it's matchmaking, just... but they are up to themselves to put their, their information on it, but we do remind them the people you're going to be sitting on table with are going to see who you are like straight up okay so there's no point yeah. lying yeah. If, you, if you're five foot ten if you're five foot five you yeah. know yeah just be honest yeah. because then we better match your table yeah. and sometimes yeah. there's little white lies about age it's very they're very like infrequently but yeah. sometimes there is but to be honest you hear back straight away you know there's yeah, like there was yeah, a guy yeah. sitting at our table or there was even a girl sitting at our table or a woman sitting at our table that I'll tell you wasn't fitting the age bracket yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. you know it does happen but um, I have attended a few of these events and it's funny um, there's one particular guy that he came up to me it was a Valentine's event last year and he came up to me during the event and said I'd like to meet that girl over there now this guy is late 40s and I mean this in the politest way hasn't really looked after himself okay okay it's the only way I can say it okay well I think we're paying we can all paint a picture can't we exactly (laughs) hasn't dressed appropriately for his audience we will say if that's the type of lady he's looking to meet (laughs) and like this lady is stunning okay okay so there's like 50 people in a room so 25 are women 25 are men 
and um, there we'll say actually it's probably more it's probably 100 people in the room 50 year guys 50 year girls this is a few different age groups but like he would be the higher end of the age group she'd be the lower end of the age group Understood. and of that they're all wearing name badges and everything like that at the end of it like 80% of the men want to meet this girl again yeah okay you know but yeah. he was ringing her office ringing her office so you have to be realistic in yourself as well so yeah. for someone like him I have said to him you know you need to be realistic in the type of person because you, there's no point in setting yourself up for a fall yeah. what are you waiting as well are you, the most important characteristics that you're looking for yeah. so for someone that is so highly weighted on visual you know, then what what type of relationship are you going to have? So we work backwards from there. What yeah. type of relationship are you going to have with that person? If there's such an age difference, what type of lifestyle are you going to have with yeah, that person yeah, if yeah. you get together? Yeah. So we did work backwards from there. We talked then about the type of person he'd like to meet. Now, well, how that worked and how it all kind of finished up is basically he was trying to overcompensate for his own insecurity. Yeah. Yeah, and so fair. he would like yeah. to have a nice, fabulous girl on his arm. Yeah. Aesthetically, yeah, 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 yeah. because okay. he felt that he wasn't yeah. uh, doing the best he could so in for, that area. So for optics, not, That's for, it. not for love. Yeah. That's it. I so you're working you backwards from it. And so you're okay. like, okay, where is your insecurity there on that? You need to work backwards yeah. from it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's and the way have, <laughs> have you ever had a, like a, you know, 28-year-old stunning model-looking girl <laughs> come in and be like, I actually want to meet a 48-year-old yeah. man who doesn't take care of himself? No, no, not that he doesn't have to take care of I do get ladies that would say, look, I'd like to meet someone older than them. Or, okay. You know, like eight, nine, ten years older than okay. them or up, you know. Yeah. Um, it all depends. Sometimes people have had relationships whereby they were dating somebody. You know, everybody's different. Yeah. They've dated someone, they found they were a little bit immature. So that, and, you know, yeah. now actually yeah. I would like to have kids and everything like that. Do you have anybody yeah. that's a little bit older and okay. more settled in their life? Yeah. Um, and do you, how do you feel, it. like if, if someone if someone asks for someone significantly older <laughs> or significant, like, because, you know, again, I'm going to ring the, we, we do a lot of sweeping generalizations on the podcast. Yeah, ring, okay. ring the sweeping generalization <laughs> bell and just say, you know, there's the the old like that old trope of uh, the older man wanting to meet a younger woman. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have a guy who's like mid forties who's like I'll only, I only want to be matched with people who are thirty or younger or thirty it, or the conversation well, you know I mean? can sometimes start like that, and, but it doesn't okay. end like that. Okay, okay so very okay. often they come in, they're like, now the I suppose the definition here is there's a lot of guys that come to me maybe a little bit later than they possibly should have that have realised yeah, they want okay. to have children. Okay, okay. Okay. And yeah. so they come to me in a little bit of panic and they're like, I really want to have kids. Mm-hmm. So we have a conversation about that. But like they're the guys have this magical number at like 40, everything shuts down, no kids from here, you know. Yeah. And like the, the sad part about this is my mum had me when she was, she got married at 23 to my dad, obviously. And um, uh, I was born when she was 24. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now the generational gap then of myself and my two sisters Okay. Like we're talking about years late, like yeah. not one generation. Yeah. And here we are, a 10 year gap and babies starting to arrive yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in that generation, you know. So everybody needs to be a little bit realistic and yeah, be fabulous. Everybody's still having their kids, nervous about that. Mm-hmm. So these guys are coming, they realise a lot of their friends have settled down. I suppose they still thought that they'd still be able to go out there and meet someone. And this can be women as well. They yeah. felt that they could go out and meet somebody. So, yeah, you do get guys that are older that are like, you know, I really want to meet someone that's younger and everything. Mm-hmm. We have a conversation. I always say to them, I'm going to set you up with, I ask them all the type of questions that I need to, to yeah. find the right type of person for them. Mm-hmm. And I do say to them, look, I'm I'm going to still look for the right type of person for you. If we can get someone within that age, brilliant, but I'm not going to just close off others 
to you okay. for that yeah. because that person also has to come to me and say what's I have, and I do often say what's the oldest yeah. you will date to a lady and I'll always say to the guy what's the youngest you will date you know yeah. I'm working yeah. with just, just, I also meet aware, guys yeah. yeah I also meet guys though that are older that are like please don't put me with the young girl I want okay. to meet someone similar to my own age okay that's so refreshing I suppose it, well, it, yeah. but you know it's it's everybody you yeah. know everybody yeah. is just completely different, different. Yeah. every conversation is different yeah. but I'm very realistic on people's expectations and do you match make um, is it is it just straight relationships or do you match make gay relationships do you so kinda... we have obviously um, same sex couples or people that come to us that are looking for LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, and what I say to them is I don't find that we have enough clients Okay. To suit you. Okay. okay I know you, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. sometimes but it's I kind of a numbers game, really. Isn't it, well, it, so. dating is a numbers game. Yeah. And I won't set somebody up with someone unless I feel they are a good match. Okay. okay. I will stand over anybody that I've ever matched up. So I will not send someone out. It's to be honest, it's nothing to do with how much they've paid or their membership or anything like that. It's the emotional investment you put in actually yeah. walking up, hoping that this person that you meet is actually going to be your match. Yeah. It's the amount of effort you put in and how exhausted emotionally and energy wise you are after meeting someone that it does to go well with mm-hmm. so when it comes to LGBTQ mm-hmm. what I often say to them will you give us your details because if we do get people in the future and I have called people I know what you mean you know or yeah. I've met people along the way and I'd say to them look you know there's somebody else there that they're they're looking for similar to who you are and I'll do I won't do a full consult sometimes I do a consultation but I just say to them this is not going to lead to matchmaking yeah but if I come across somebody along the way so to yeah. be honest people as far as I'm concerned love is love I'm my whole life is all about spreading love I absolutely love it I don't care who you are yeah. anything about you if I can help you I would love to help okay. you but being realistic as well yeah so I just want to the, the kind of one of the topics I get asked about a lot on private education podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram is people say that they're starting to date, they're online dating or they're trying to date in real life and they want, they, they're not sure what to put in their bio, they're not sure what way they're portraying themselves, are they being too funny, are they being too serious, mm-hmm. are they, should they put in um, what they're looking for up front, should they say, yes, I'm looking for a relationship or should they say for the sake of numbers, oh, well, I'm just looking for something casual and see where it goes, etc. So I want to ask you from a professional perspective, um, what, what way can someone who's looking to start dating put their best foot forward okay. essentially well we kind of touched on it a little bit there yeah. the first thing I was saying was the, the six characteristics of people yeah. that you're looking for okay so what I'd actually tell them to do is get a blank page okay. put a circle in the middle and say my man or my woman draw six spokes out and write someone that's kind happy fun um, kind happy good health uh, free and available to date um, healthy and then the family values or whatever okay first of all but then draw out another 50 spokes out of that okay okay and from that think of other characteristics you want now I always say to people make sure you keep it positive first of all okay okay so you're not going to say I don't want a smoker you're going to keep it positive so you're not even going to write smoking on it because that's going to attract and you're going to be focusing that's one of the things you're focusing on okay so you're going to put possibly once children is a good father to my children now this is just maybe from a female perspective or good mother to my children um, enjoys travelling enjoys eating out uh, enjoys un- walks on the beach stuff like that yeah. you put it all down there that's yeah. the first thing I say to people okay. so decide the type of person you want okay. first of all second of all then write out I think also you're not going to put a face to this very often I meet people that have fancied someone in their office or fancied someone in their life for five or ten years and they've wasted it okay. hoping that someone will say hello to them each day they go to work okay so like I always say unless you are going to ask them out you have 30 days from today right unless you're going to ask them out or they're going to ask you out 
forget about it move on if you have to yeah. change jobs I don't care yeah, yeah, yeah. move on okay it's blocking you from finding love okay. so that's first of all um, then I also write out how you want to feel in your relationship so when a relationship starts it can be very easy to be like okay well I really like this person so I'll drop all my boundaries okay mm-hmm. and this is very important so you need to figure out how you want to feel so when you, you say drop boundaries do you mean just like adapt to how you think yeah, that person wants you absolutely. to be absolutely okay fit yeah. in yeah. yeah yeah because sometimes people have been single for so long and the problem is they're loneliness willing to do anything they're not desperate okay absolutely not i never ever ever use that word yeah. really yeah. Uh, you know at all like i've just used it but i don't yeah. use it. Yeah. people are lonely okay and yeah. loneliness is the biggest issue of all we all think of older people when we think of old of uh, lonely but actually there's so many people People and our day-to-day lives that are lonely yeah. they say that it's more detrimental to your life than smoking 10 cigarettes a day so people need to really look at this if you're lonely you need to do something about this okay yeah. and it doesn't have to be just romantic it can be friendship everything mm-hmm. like that so I would say first of all decide the type of person you want to meet how you want to be in your relationship before you even download an app begin okay or even yeah. before you go out to a bar to decide where you're going right. okay okay that's first of all so you need to you need to have a clear picture of, of what it is you want yeah and also the type of kind of relationship you would hope to have absolutely with that person, okay. and how you want to feel in that relationship okay, okay? that's yeah. first of all okay second of all everybody always says put yourself out there join this club join that yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah okay yeah. now you have an image of the type of person you would like to meet okay? okay what type of lifestyle they have and everything like that dating is a numbers game okay so statistically the chances of you is it, f- is it okay to say that yeah like dating is because no- i sometimes i'm not saying go out there and be with everybody what no, i'm saying but it is, is a numbers game isn't yeah. it really oh it is absolutely yeah. a numbers game yeah. what i say to people it's not going out there and meeting everybody everybody okay it's yeah. actually the amount of people you meet so it's yeah. it's how you word this okay yeah. the chances of you finding love in any given day is one in 564 people okay okay so that's really that's what they're saying you yeah. need to meet 564 people before you find love okay, okay. now that's look that's depend you can you can make that that's much what, faster that seems like a lot <laughs> well it does okay so that if you think about that I don't that, even think I, I know I know it's good. well you don't but that's good because then you like you know if you're yeah, single that yeah. means you haven't met them yet and yeah. imagine all the fabulous memories you want okay. to make when you do meet them yeah but like the chance of you finding love one 564 okay? okay if we think about that right okay. now there you have a little bit of a target, okay? okay yeah. You're how many new people did you meet this week? Okay. That could potentially yeah. be a match, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Now most people their answer to that is zero. Because most people are single because their day to day life is not meeting new people. Yeah. Yeah. So if you look at that and work backwards from there now, you have to remember I was a financial advisor for years, so I do like statistics yeah. and numbers. I was just and everything you're still advising. You're yeah, just advising. I know, yeah, just said something completely yeah, yeah. different. So if we look at that right now, what mm-hmm. I often say to people is open up a spreadsheet if you have to, or a word spreadsheet it should actually be banned. But what I say <laughs> is, where do you need to go to meet five hundred and sixty four people? Okay. What I'm saying is you're not going out kissing all these people. You're not going out dating all these people, no. but you are start possibly starting conversation, possibly making eye contact, possibly smiling. But you know what? Every time you meet one person, that's one person closer to the person you're going to meet. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to be number 564. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, I was single and I was, you know, we were in the office and we were laughing and everything like that. And, you know, I'd never been single while a matchmaker because I was going out with someone when I became a matchmaker. Okay, yeah. So I was like, oh my God, this is the worst situation ever to be in. Like, you know, and then everyone's like, should be no bother for you. You know, I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I'm uh, not going to start dating all my clients. What yeah, are you talking about? Yeah. So I was like, right, I'm going to going to really put myself out there yeah. follow your own advice that's of. it yeah. meet as many new that's all it is yeah. meet as many new people as possible okay. so what I did was I lined up all my girly buddies so um, I was like the girls I went to college with there was like the girls I used to work with there was my school friends there was people I met along the way ex-housemates everything like that mm-hmm. I arranged a night out with all of them okay, okay but separately 
because okay. you or, organise one huge night out that's only one night out so like try and organise 10 nights out and even when you're out for that night organise the next one in a couple of weeks time okay yeah. now next thing is where are you going for these nights out so I was out in Dublin on Friday night um, and we went to a bar in town but it really the bar we went to yeah it's a lovely cocktail bar and everything like that, but there was no men there one of the girls was single and I said to the other girls I was like why are we in this bar and they were like, well, like, you know, it's fancy and it's cocktails and it's all over the papers and everything like that. And I was like, yeah, but this girl's single. Come on, we're going to a bar that serves good Guinness. Yeah. Okay. And I mean it. Yeah, yeah. We went to the Gora Races there last year and I had, I knew loads of my clients were going to the Gora Races. So I rang two or three of the girls because I was like, we'll meet you when we get down there. And all the girls were up in the champagne tent and a bottle of champagne, minimum, what's 125 euro in the champagne tent, whatever. Like no guy's going to come up and buy a strange girl a bottle of champagne if he is. He's not the type of girl really that you're the guy you're looking for. So I rang some of the guys, it's like, where are you? They're all down in the Guinness tent, drinking like three Euro Guinness out of plastic cups. Yeah. So I was like, girls, I know you look fabulous and everything like that. Come down. We ended up having great crack, introducing those people to everybody and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. So but go to the right places. Okay. What's the type of guy you're looking for? Are you looking for a guy that drinks cocktails and buys girls co- like fancy cocktails that's great no problem go to the cocktail but bar most in that case yeah. girls are looking for a nice decent guy that yeah, they can yeah. spend their life with yeah, whatever yeah. so go to where You'll they're going to possibly meet or guys yeah. go to where the girls are yeah maybe yeah. you should go to cocktail clubs and everything yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so that's first of all increase then as well the places you go to so they mm-hmm. say like increase it like going to the gym you're going to meet more people but say hello to people while you're in there so yeah. one of the things that some of my clients I would literally in, rather die than say hello to someone in the gym I know oh yeah <laughs> but I know I what you know. mean but like look put on, put on your, your your good stuff and maybe just maybe a little when, bit of bronze. maybe right when you get there oh, oh yeah not, before you do no, any no, lifting not or when you're beetroot red no no you know but like oh, go to these places yeah. organise the nights yeah. out put not put yourself out there but yeah. Be in places yeah. to increase where you're meeting people. I suppose people. you can't expect to live your life the way you've always lived it and mm-hmm. for something to change. I no. Su- you know, you, need, you know, and like someone's not going to walk into your kitchen one day and say, no. hi, I really fancy you. Do you want to go on That's a date? That's it. So of all to... the people that have been matched along the way, obviously I set up a lot of dates, but sometimes yeah. in between dates I'll ring someone and be like, hey, I've got someone for you. They're like, well, actually I met someone at the weekend. Of all of the people I met, only one was out cleaning her windows outside her house when somebody rocked up and asked yeah. her on a date. Like one <laughs> yeah, out of yeah, five yeah. and a half thousand people. It it doesn't, okay, happen. it doesn't happen. So yeah. you need to put yourself you in the right leave, places, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, people like have to give online dating such negative press. They yeah. really, really do. Okay, yeah. and like We've had a couple of people on here who have not. <clears throat> yeah, it's certainly not an advertisement for online no, dating. No, I know. Okay, but the thing is, right. Yeah. A lot of people, because they're putting themselves out there and their friends are like, put yourself out there and go on a date and why not give them a chance and everything like that. Really, this is why I do the whole thing of what type of person you'd like to meet. I'm not saying set your standards so high that that person doesn't exist. I'm also not saying pigeonhole the type of person you want to meet. We are going to remain open minded, but we're not going to waste our time going on dates with someone that is never going to be the person we need them to be. Mm -hmm. So very simply... You know, don't be going on dates with people that yeah. wouldn't be the right person for you. Yeah. It's no harm to start up a conversation online and everything like that. But if, the per- if, you're, if they're talking to you and you're like, this, this would never be my type of person. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no point in going on a date with them. If that, if that's, but the problem is a lot of people are putting so much emotional energy into this person. Yeah. They're like, I'm putting myself out there. They're talking to them for three or four weeks before yeah. they even go on a date. Yeah. Like that's time wasted. Time wasted, yeah. Okay. And, and as well as that, then when you eventually get to a date with that person, mm-hmm. You've gotten so used to just talking online and like I remember uh, a friend of mine was talking to a guy online for a couple of weeks, maybe three, and they were having the banter and it was mm-hmm. back and forth and comedy and fun. Like yeah. he was so funny. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And then she met him and it was dead. Okay, so what happened there so is... So he was obviously, like, he was, like, rehearsing and spending time coming up no, with these I know. responses. And then in I real know. life... But actually what probably happened there yeah. is your, it's it's the real reason why we found someone and not it's chemistry. Yeah. So what yeah, people fair. don't realise is pheromones, okay? Yeah. So what happens physical, is both of those yeah. people, if they're having banter over and back and over and back and over and back and they're having the best time, they've already both decided they're going to get married and fall out madly in love and find the person of their dreams, okay? Yeah. But the problem is when you go to meet somebody, right, what happens is both of our bodies, I don't know if you know about pheromones, both of our bodies kind of scan each other yeah. and it'll tell me then if you've weak kidneys and they've strong kidneys, they'd be a good person to procreate with. Okay. Because our body's looking for someone to right. have children with. So did my kidneys identify my husband's kidneys? I, mine had been his kidneys, could be his eyesight it could have been anything like that you know what I mean you know what the eyesight thing is probably correct it's 2020 and I had to get lasered so So if you look at all those things okay and the problem is there that guy is still the same person that she's been talking to but the problem is he's so disappointed chemistry isn't there's nothing worse when you meet someone you're like so that's why as well I have other little rules where it's like if you are talking to someone online they're not a real person until you've met them yeah so don't be putting all this emotional in, uh, investment into them. So yeah. Don't be talking to them more noon night for three weeks. Yeah. You know, if possibly if you can meet them within the first week, possibly if you can meet them within the first two weeks. If, But if it goes past three, four weeks, like these catfish where they're talking, you know, yeah. if you're watching the programme. Oh, we've been talking months. for like months or years. Or years, yeah. Like seriously, yeah. get a grip. This no. is not a real person until and, you've met them. And like, you know, <laughs> when, you, when you're advising someone, would you actually say, I'd advo- avoid conversation, like uh, avoid too much texting or I think it's really nice to build up a rapport okay Okay, so you do absolutely I do yeah rapport but Mm -hmm. but don't go overboard don't go overboard don't see you're not you can't emotionally invest in this person because Mm -hmm. this person could be like that you can meet them and they're not the right person for you completely okay or they may have lied on their profile okay so what you need to do is you need to get sitting in front of them Mm -hmm. you need to have a face-to-face meeting with them obviously and I always say this date safely and never meet them unless it's in a public place and everything like that but you know you need to get sitting in front of them otherwise you're investing all this time and energy and there's there's no point Mm -hmm. zero point in meeting them um the, as well, like you're building up connection. Like there's just so much stuff we can talk yeah, about here. Building yeah. up a connection. Yeah. Really, to build up a connection, you need to find out a little bit more about the person, okay? okay? So if you're having a conversation with someone who's completely sexual and it's going down that line, okay, that's never going to be the long-term relationship. Bar, you can build up, you'd want to be really good. Okay. You'd want to be really good at building connection in the background in order for that to be able to turn around, okay? okay yeah. So um, you very often people go on a date, and I, even with the couples that I match up, mm-hmm. like I can almost tell the ones that are going to very often, especially when people have the type of jobs where they make a lot of chit chat, okay. they end up going on a date and making chit chat instead of actually building a connection. 
I understand. So I often flag it with what's them. What's the front. difference? How do you... Okay, so we basically could have a conversation like tennis here. So okay. like, what's your favourite colour? What's your favourite flavour of jelly bean? Where are you going on holidays? This is your hairdresser questions. And I mean okay. this in a nice way, but yeah. like when you go to the hairdresser, when you go to the physiotherapist... So small talk. Small talk, basically. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, oh, where do you like to go for dinner? What's your favourite music? Like, mm. fabulous. All of these are good when yeah. you have like a silence, but it's like not going to get you any closer to figuring out when you've left whether or not this person could potentially be a person for so you. So what are the con- connection so, making uh, questions? Like saying to them things like, um, oh, where did you grow up, whatever, and what was it like to grow up in Galway? You know, okay. I'm sure it was nice. And, you know, did you go to the seaside much? I just imagine, if, you know, going to the so, seaside so a lot. So beyond yeah. the surface level, yeah. what's your favourite mm, colour question? That's it. Okay. Actually asking them about them. Again, we're trying to figure out the six characteristics of this kind of person, person they if they're yeah. happy, uh, if they're healthy, all these different things, yeah. okay? Yeah. Um, good thing to do, I suppose, if you do charity work, them about the charity work you do and that you'll also see from them then what their kind of how kind of feeling is on that okay so if you tell them you do all this charity work with people of a certain you know kind of disadvantaged area or something like that and they're like oh god I can never go there like they're not going to be a person for you you know so it's all these little things and would you would you Mm. try and chat about things that are important to you so that you can gauge if that's Mm. important to the other person as in like as in say if charity work is a big part of your life or say if I don't know something like you know or you do you give a lot of money to dogs trust and they're like oh brilliant yeah I don't like I dogs I don't like dogs yeah like straight away you know what I mean like and like would you is that a red flag like are you like well if they're if they're not compatible on those it's, levels it's I not going to work I wouldn't say it's a red flag but it might be something they've often say the things that you are concerned about at the beginning of your relationship are the things that finish your relationship now, they might have other yeah. huge characteristics yeah. they might not like dogs I had this guy actually and he I told him that the lady had a really big dog and that she, she loves dog, animals and everything yeah. like that and he was like oh okay well he said, it's not that I don't like dogs but I was like really badly attacked like when I was in my teens oh jeez okay yeah. okay so, so the, yeah, that's sometimes the yeah. yeah so there's something yeah. you know yeah. like yeah. now look that couple are actually together still that's adorable yeah it is and adorable the dog just and the dog's fine with him and he's fine with the dog okay, but good. just the, ma- <laughs> the situation was managed better you know yeah, that sort yeah, of way yeah, yeah. but like we have to look at those things okay mm-hmm. yeah. now I'm not saying you have to also remember that some people are not professional daters so you could be trying yeah. to build a connection but they could just be so super nervous very often I hear ladies saying um, things like um, you know if a guy likes you he'll come after you yeah. Like that's all well and good, but we live in Ireland. We're not in the middle of New York here. We're not in the yeah. middle of Italy. Guys don't go up to girls every single day. Hey, yeah, do you do want you th- to? Do you think that's a myth? Yeah, then? I yeah. really do. Like, see, as an Irish person, I feel that we're so bad at flirting. I think yeah. we're so bad at flirting. Yeah, no, we're, we're really bad. bad. So, but do you think, like, it's not, maybe not just the initial going up to you thing? Because I agree. Yeah, I think in general, mm-hmm. Irish people are a disaster at that. But what about when? I don't know, say you're you're dating for a while and the, I don't know. Oh, you, when you're the, dating, no, wait a second, you know, when it's, it's two yeah, different definitions yeah. there. When you're dating for a while, they have to be making an effort. I'm just talking about okay. the initial stages, okay? The initial okay. going up to you That's stage. it, okay. But what I'm saying at the beginning... So you're dating for, if you're dating for a while and they're not, they don't seem to be giving you yeah, 50%. I, I, well, you have to decide then, is that how you want to feel in your relationship? That's where okay. that comes in. Yes. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, important. Yeah. But the initial stage is you. like, we're so bad at flirting that, yeah. say... 
very often on table for six. So we send the three single ladies out and we yeah. send the three single men out. And like, mm-hmm. honestly, a table for six, I've learned so much from. Like, it's incredible. I'd love to be a fly on the wall oh, for it's absolutely the table of six. Amazing. Yeah. One, they have such good crack because there's no pressure on anybody. Yeah. Two, if there's someone's a little bit quieter and there's someone a little bit more outspoken, it, it all blends into the one conversation. Okay, yeah. But um, when it comes to table for six, very often, say a guy or a girl will give us a call on a Monday morning. They were like, we're out on Saturday night in whatever restaurant. And I had a great night and I would like to say, see Emily again or something like that. And so like we ring Emily and she'd be like, but he actually didn't say a word to me all night. Okay, yeah. He <laughs> obviously went in and was like, she's fabulous, I can't talk to her. Yeah, yeah. Or like, and he in, was yeah. like, but he, he like, actually didn't say anything to me all night. Yeah. Or like the other way around, a girl would contact us and he'd be like, oh my God, I was trying to flirt with her all night long and she was a brick wall. Okay. Like she actually didn't even converse no, back to yeah, me yeah, or... Yeah. Like she wasn't flirting with me. We were talking about work all night. Okay. So like yeah. one of the things I always say to people as well, unless they like have a ridiculously interesting job, don't talk about work too often. I often as well get a lot of people that work in professional jobs that are so used to dealing with people on a professional level. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like I very often have to say to get especially mode, women, like, I'm like you're too efficient. Okay. Yeah. 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 Calm down. So like that's a whole other area than feminine energy, masculine energy. Okay, yeah. You know, a guy yeah. wants to meet a girl with feminine energy. So like if you're in super work mode and you're like coming talking about meetings and schedules and everything like that, he's gonna be like, oh, that's just like dating Susan and counts. You know yeah. that sort of way. But like, do you th- are there men? Do, like, do you would you? I presume you wouldn't advise to all your female clients like to to you know, up the feminine energy because if that's who they are, do you know? No, I would say actually to all my... Would you? I would actually say to up the feminine energy and I'll tell you why, right? Do you know any woman... I, I feel like I would be very like... I don't know if I would have a, an overly feminine energy, but I feel like that's who I am. But I'm am, looking you know? at you now and you look feminine. You're wearing a lovely dress today. Okay, so it's okay, And you come across as a very soft and gentle person. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you look at all <laughs> those things... To me. Yeah, but you do. <laughs> like, you know, you come across as a feminine lady, okay? Okay, okay. What I'm saying is I've never met... Like, I've met ladies that can't say boot to a mouse to women and I'd say the nice way, like our ball breakers, basically, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And, like, you know, have, like, big jobs... Like, you know, jobs like... um I'll give you an example like I had a lady that was a barrister like even the yeah. even sending a guy on a date the lady that's a barrister and fantastic I loads of them on my books but um, like even sending a guy on a date there like I'm first thing I'm like one don't talk about work and all the scary things you hear at work two feminine now because even saying that you're that you know that you're yeah. that it's like it's such a we'll say masculine energy job I'm not saying masculine yeah, job yeah, yeah. and I definitely don't put it put it like that because like, you know but, but when you know say if you have a, a barrister and that's her you know that's her mm-hmm. profession or whatever and is it because you think that the males might find it intimidating well first of all but, and is that not a bad I thing I think then? no I don't think Do that all mean? males find it intimidating but yeah. I say that late, sorry say barristers female yeah, barristers yeah. okay I've never met any of them that have said I don't want a guy to lead I want to meet a good strong guy that's able for me is kind of what it is they don't yeah. want a guy that they can push over they want a guy that's going to say to her come on I've booked you need to calm down now kick a week off work we're one head off somewhere yeah. there's still every lady would like the guy to be the man and lead you know or to be the masculine energy in their relationship now it is doesn't that mean universal is that it a, is but yeah. it doesn't mean that the lady can't make up her mind she yeah, absolutely yeah. she yeah, still yeah. needs to be her person okay 
But she wants to be treated like a lady. She wants, she still wants the gentleman to open the door for her. She still wants the gentleman to pick her up in his car and drive her or whatever. Like that's grand, not every time, okay? And like, I definitely don't want somebody to say, you know, she's absolutely years behind. I'm 100% not. But it's how we want to feel naturally in our relationship, okay? But just as much, the man wants to feel like the man in the relationship. He doesn't want somebody that's going to like say his opinion doesn't matter. Just go and do that. We know people, we all know relationships but where is that, is that more of um like a personality like as in i cannot i could i i would have always thought there was like you know different so say for instance a woman who's in a, a really high power job mm-hmm. would maybe gel better with a man who is you know maybe like not gel better with a man who's happy with that like, but you know yeah again would, would only want to go yeah. out with a man who was like wow i'm going out with a barrister no that's fantastic. fantastic do you know what i know mean? and i do know i can see yeah. your confusion okay yeah, yeah, yeah. what i'm saying is they it's not a case that they don't want to like everybody wants to be proud of the person yeah, they're with yeah. and everything like that but everybody it needs to be be themselves within their relationship, okay? Yeah. But the, the lady still wants to be treated like a lady. She still wants to get the flowers and the chocolates on Valentine's Day. Okay, yeah. Okay, she doesn't want to be like, well, you have to buy me the chocolates on, Val- on Valentine's Day because yeah. you're the masculine energy person, okay? Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit having your cake and eating it. But what I yeah. always say to people is, okay, if you think of how you want to be treated, and that's one of the things that I've said, yeah. think about how you want to be in your relationship, okay? When I do talk to these ladies, well, I'd like the man, I'd like a man that's, you know, not afraid of who I am, that they are proud of who I am. They're like, wow, this is the fabulous lady that I'm with, okay? But that they can, um, uh, that they can go back from that, we'll say, and um, can still feel feminine within their relationship, that they're not minding that man, that the guy that's coming to them is not someone that's just looking for a lady that's going to just mammy them, basically, okay? So that they both can be independent people within their same relationship, but the man still wants to be the man. So yeah, she can go out and do this big, powerful job. Fantastic. He can go out and do whatever job. Jobs don't match people, okay? But they, he needs to feel like the man and she needs to feel like the woman in the relationship. And you find that to be universal? Yeah, absolutely. That's, I, I'm actually, like, I don't know why I'm so shocked by that because... For I'm a, not saying though there needs to be definition. I'm not yeah, saying yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying the woman needs to clean the house and the man has to do the garden. I'm no, not saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about their day-to-day interaction. Yeah. You know, yeah. who doesn't want to feel like a fabulous, sexy lady? You know, and what man doesn't want to feel like a strong man, you know, that's able to, to, I suppose, not take care of, but like emotionally take care of them and and can be the person that they need to be. But like it's very, like very often what I find is, yes, people, women can have very masculine energy, especially when they're doing a very, not just barristers will say, it could be anything, running a business. It can be um, somebody with a huge amount of pressure on them, you know, or anything like that again guys can do jobs that might be typically and sometimes if you look at Jordan Peterson we'll talk a lot about that um, about naturally like it's not just me because I read a huge amount of stuff he would say very often naturally women will go for a more caring job men will go for a more we'll say engineering type job and everything like that that's just we'll say more traditionally like and I'm not saying that that's the way it has to be yeah that's kind of this bit of a ring the sweeping generalization it is absolutely but what I often say is I you know I'm self-employed yes I'm a matchmaker and everything like that but I worked for finance for years one of the companies I worked for there's two girls and 100 guys doing the job that I was doing okay we're like in there in the middle of it in the arena putting ourselves out there every single day I still was wearing feminine suits to work you know because I still want to be treated like a lady but I'm out there doing it you know so um it's females I often say to them when they're doing that just basically take a moment and think about how you want to feel but 
portray, if you want to be treated as a lady, be feminine. You know, don't yeah. be too efficient. Don't be like, oh, you want to go on a date for a night? Okay, perfect. Five o'clock. I booked it in. Everything's sorted. It's okay. like, relax. Because you just said to me, you want a guy that's going to take the initiative to ask you out. Yeah. So why did you do all yeah, that? Yeah, I suppose if a woman does want a guy who's going to take initiative <clears throat> and ask yeah. him out, then I suppose. It, it would go against that then if yeah. they were like I'm telling you where to go etc and then also as well I meet guys who say in that situation like where I'm setting them up on their dates and everything like that and he says to me do you, Mary, do you mind if I if I actually do the organising he said just naturally I would prefer to contact her now I have it so that I, I organise it and yeah, everything yeah, like that yeah. but like sometimes they're like I want to bring her somewhere really nice she sounds lovely I'd love to bring her somewhere like nice they book it everything like that okay. and I'm always thinking to myself every Every woman wants a guy to be like, do you know what? I want to look after this lady, so I'd like to book where we're going. And do you actually, like, as in pick a restaurant or yeah, pick a location, it, yeah. pick a bar? And, um, and book it under the gentleman's name generally for the masculine and feminine energy. And for the first date, do you do you recommend a dinner? Because I know, like... It depends pe- on yeah, the people. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It depends on the people. Um, what I would say is, I always say coffee, dinner, lunch or activity. Some people are, like, extremely sporty. I've had people run mountains for their first date. Or, and I'm like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, okay. But they, they, But they they fit well together yeah, and they yeah, suit yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, and they actually tend to get on very well when they've got a real big interest like that. Um, I say coffee, drinks, dinner. It all depends. Some people have been out of the dating game for a long time or haven't been on a lot of dates. So we and do something easy in with the coffee very often what I'd say in that case is I'll send them somewhere where they can have a coffee maybe a little walk and if it's getting on well can go for a bite to eat afterwards okay Okay, so it's not as daunting Um, some people will say that meet a lot of people in their day to day life Mm -hmm. so you know that are working maybe face to face with, with people all day long they're well able. They're able for the chit chat. They're able for building the connection, but they're also a bit like, you know, I kind of gauge it and we'll send them for dinner. Okay. Some guys will be like, I will only go for dinner on my first date. I, that's, that's what I like the, to do. Um, Some yeah. girls are like, I'll only go for dinner on my first date. Okay. So that's part of the consultation. I ask them what they're comfortable with. And can I ask just um, <laughs> statistically, I suppose, or, or on balance, do you have 50-50 men and women? Do you have... It goes it, up and down. Okay. It depends. Um, on average... On average, I'd probably have slightly more men at the moment. Okay. Um, but on that, I have a huge waiting list for females for a table for six because men okay. like to do, prefer to do one-to-one dates because ah, it's okay. more confidential and stuff like okay, that. Yeah. So, like, honestly, at the moment, I have details for about 14,500 single people in Ireland at the minute of all ages, Cheapers. of all walks of life, of every corner you can think of, every occupation. You and you were it. saying you're flat out busy. Like flat you. out, absolutely. Like um, like and today I'm meeting you today and then I have yeah. like seven consultations after this. So seven. like I Yeah, like I'm Good God. back to back. So like I'm in Dublin today. I hold consultations in Dublin, Galway, Cork, Limerick and Kilkenny. Okay. And um, Mullingar then as well because I'm from Mullingar yeah. Yeah. yeah so I meet people there as well so a lot of appointments and do you ever get the okay this is this is going to sound so I, I this is coming from a place of no knowledge believe me there's nothing shot me at this yeah. stage yeah. <laughs> well I, I feel like do you ever get a woman coming to you who's like I don't want to date the type of man in, mm-hmm. in quote quotation marks that would need to go to a matchmaker do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as in, yeah, very often women will say you, to me, and guys don't as much. Okay. Very often women, I'll tell them about the type of person I'm going to set up them up with. Yeah. And the first thing they'll say to me, I can really tell you the last five that did. Yeah. They're like, but why is he single? This is it, right? Okay. And, and why is, why, like, okay, you're in your, your 
logical albeit completely wrong definitely mind I'll tell you exactly why I You're feel thinking, people are single yeah like why yeah. why would why would somebody be who is so good and so right for me be single A but B why would they need the services of a matchmaker if mm-hmm. they are who I want them yeah, to be do you I know think, what I mean I understand where you're coming from okay um, what I would say first of all I won't tell them why I think they're single because we've already asked I've already asked that during the consultation yeah. and obviously GDPR is yeah. uh, confidentiality <laughs> yeah, is my yeah. biggest biggest yeah, thing okay yeah, yeah. I will tell you why most people are single. Most people are single because they don't get to meet new people outside their own social circle. And that's why I set up a table for six. And that's why I am a matchmaker to help people do that. Okay, simple as that. They don't get to meet new people outside their own social circle. If you actually ask any single person, name the last or tell me the last five new people you met. Or when was the last time, especially in cities like Dublin, when was the last time you smiled at someone or started up a conversation? Like the difference for me doing consultations down the country or like being out and about all over Ireland versus in Dublin is people don't converse as much. There's more people, so you don't converse as much. But actually, one of the things when I meet, because I get people coming to me that are chronically shy at the beginning. And very often I'll say to them, you need to start saying hello to everybody. And just and do make those um, chit chat conversations. Those small sky, yeah, sky is blue. Whatever you know that sort yeah. of way. Just say whatever you need to say. So that's first of all, people not meeting people outside their own social circle. Second of all, there's a lot of limitations where people no one ever taught us how to date. So what can happen is all your friends have settled down or whatever and you're single. Meet a lot of ladies that may have had a long-term relationship in their 20s or guys that had long-term relationships in their 20s and were so badly burnt that it's taken them a long time to come back around from it. Um, And probably have never, not that have never dated, but like probably possibly haven't dated since their teens yeah, and they're now 30 and absolutely. they're have missed the boat yeah. the dating boat I suppose I have a huge amount of high profile clients on my books so you definitely know definitely know at least 10-12 of my clients on my really? books 100% I'd say everybody does in the country the thing is um, they can't just you know go online they can't just go yeah, on I Tinder suppose, yeah. um, there's actually to go on yeah. a date nap would be that's difficult. it yeah. the week before Christmas um, you might have seen Sharon Stone said that uh, Tinder deleted her profile off Tinder I did see that because yeah. <laughs> they said it was a fake profile yeah. and like Sharon Stone for God's sake yeah. you joke me there's yeah, like yeah, must yeah. be 800 million men in the world that would love to you know that yeah, sort of way yeah. date Sharon Stone yeah. so um, like people like that Second, another reason is business owners male and female they might have or or managers or whatever they might have people working for them they um, one gentleman I said said to me you know it was over Christmas Mariah and I just said I'd set up Tinder and just have a look and he said I he said I signed up to it so he said I have the option on it that anybody that swipes for you it comes, it, it's no yeah. So how Tinder yeah. normally works is both people would have to swipe in order for you to see it, but you can pay a premium. It's not that expensive, it's okay. 20 or 30 or something like that. And they, you can see anybody that swipes for you, okay? okay. And he said, like, he went to, to bed that night, woke up the next morning, three of his staff were after swiping right for him, okay? So he was like, okay, like, this is like... Three he, staff who knew who he was, like... Knew who he was, okay, <gasps> but he's a good catch. He's a handsome man, of course. Like, I can see why they would have. But, like, what I'm saying there is, right, now think of all HR issues and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. He absolutely... He can't even have a conversation, really, with them, you know, yeah. safely at this yeah, stage without yeah, jeopardising yeah. something, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um... He'd come to me, you know, and he's like, I'm not, I'm not living in a city, you know, I'm living in an area that's not huge, very wealthy, well-to-do man, fabulous guy, just, you know, goes to his local every week. And then like, what are you supposed to do? So I suppose people, when you think, you know, why is this man single? Mm -hmm. Why is he employing a matchmaker? It's Mm -hmm. just open your mind because there's so many 
varying yeah, reasons absolutely. why they might be. Yeah. There's other things as well. We're going to say the R word, but we went through a recession in the last few years. Like mm. a lot of people, you know, like had their whole lives invested in what they were doing beforehand. And when they... I can't say the word, but it hit the fan basically. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, you can't you can say shit. All right, all right. So when the shit hits the fan, what yeah. are they going to do? Yeah. Like yeah. there's the guy, there's the guys that put their head down and went for it, and yeah, popped their head back up, sorted eight, nine years later. But guess what happened? All their friends got married in the meantime and had kids, or they moved off to Canada, or they moved off. Like we're missing a generation of people that emigrated as well. You know, like my own, I've there's three in my family, and my two sisters have lived abroad for the last seven years. Okay, you know, so like. Um, lots of different reasons there's so many factors there's people yeah. commuting there's everything that's why people are single yeah or yeah. um a, if people are in agricultural backgrounds because yeah. i also run events the farmer wants a wife believe it or not brilliant so you see me around the plowing <laughs> okay. championships my valley's on it's brilliant it's great be, fun yeah. that's fantastic but um very often what you'll find is like um a guy has looked after his parents and there could be 10 12 there could be six, seven uh, kids in the family, but they all went off and got married and one guy was left at home to tend the farm and look after his parents. And like, you know, he finds himself mid-40s. His parents have just, last of his parents have just passed away and he's like, what am I going to do with what this am I going to do now? There is <laughs> endless reasons as to why people are single. So okay. I wouldn't judge one person. Yeah. I really wouldn't. We, 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 we haven't, like, I, I have so many questions. I could literally speak to you all day and I, I there were so many things I wanted to ask about building a bio and all that stuff. But in actual fact, what Maybe you've said... we can said, do it another day, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, what you've said so far... I mean, there's so much work to be done before you even yeah, start it online dating. You really have to, and also to assess well, yes. a lot of stuff about yourself and about the potential yeah. partner you want Absolutely. to meet. Absolutely. Also, what I say to people is yeah. it starts with the self-love. I know we all say if you don't love yourself, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But like really it does. In order to date, you need to be thick skinned. Yeah. So you need to be very clear about who you are. OK, yeah, and yeah. that really is one of the things you need to appreciate who you are, the values. And actually, maybe when you're breaking out those lists, you should write down all your qualities and how good you are at different things. Yeah. Like, don't overdo yourself at the same time. The amount of amazing people that come to me that have no confidence or they're like, oh, but I, I don't know why that person wants to go out with me. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, I know like 40 women that would like to go I, out with oh you. Oh my God, that I know 40 all men. the time. I see, I'm like, why are you not like... They don't have the confidence. That are so, yeah. yeah, have so much going for them. Or self-confidence. Don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, don't see it. Some people are amazing at their jobs when it comes to believing in themselves they don't understand so like yeah, yeah we, we really need to be strong in ourselves as well we also need to not give too much emotional energy to people that don't deserve it so people are giving out all this emotional energy on online dating or to people that they've only been on two or three dates with yeah when really what you need to be doing is like still building your boundaries um, and still being you know strong and who you are and how you want to be treated yeah um i always say be playful though about it okay yeah. you don't want to be like black and white and too be playful like you're you want to go to want to enjoy your time with that person as well yeah. so i want to say you know you you be kind to them they be kind to you and everything like that. Yeah. if they're not being kind to you don't date them simple kindness it's a big it one is. Oh, kindness it's is it's so the main important. thing isn't it so, you so want to have someone who i won't take on a client that i don't think is kind it's really? only happened twice do you have a kind radar what is, do you have I like do. questions that you ask? No, to, I to, think to, you can see it in someone. I yeah. really think you can. I okay. think it comes in different shapes and forms, but I have, it's on only twice. So I've like with all the amount of people that have come to me and everything like that. Yeah. Um, only twice I thought to myself, there's no way that, that person would enhance someone else's life. Really? Yeah. But just with their, it's so harsh. 
God. So or how they speak about their ex. And I mean that in a nice way. Now, that look, says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, you I know, suppose, yeah. you wouldn't want me to send you out on a date with somebody that, you, that I don't get a good feeling about. So Absolutely. I have to, and I know it's probably not the best measure. Well, it is because you're going to be judging it on your own thing. Yeah. But if I don't think that they're going to be able to enhance someone else's life yeah. um, through kindness, through whatever, um, you know, I, there's no, no point. Yeah. There's no point. It's anybody that comes to me would like to find love and they deserve to find love. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for yeah, all that info. I li- li- a wave of love. A wave of A, wave a good time. It's like what? The first, the first working day of, of February. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it's great. Um, and so tell people where they can find out more about the Table for Six, about your yeah, services so and everything. The best place to go is our website, okay. lovehq.ie. Okay. Um, and we, everything is on there from our webinars to one-to-one matchmaking right. consultations. They don't have to sign up to matchmaking. They just come for a consultation if they want. Or uh, a table for six and tickets. And very often there's a huge waiting list on average about eight months, if I'm honest, for a lot of lot of different age groups. I was so, just about to say, I have a couple of people I want to give yeah, it's a table of six I opportunity know, it's to. Crazy. It's great fun. Yeah. It's amazing. Eight months. OK, well, look, I'll tell them to come That's back it. to you. But, uh, <laughs> just put their name on the waiting list and okay. look at any stage. You never know. Yeah, I also have a little thing as well called a little black book. Okay. So I tell people to put to register on that for um, possibly when we meet extraordinary people for matchmaking if they're looking for something very specific. That right. we can have, we can have a register have there a of people. Yeah, very specific type yeah. of people. Interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming in, Marie. Really, really appreciate you. it. Yeah, appreciate and it. Um, for everyone listening, um, I'm going to be putting the tickets on sale for. I ha- actually, it'll be Friday when you hear this, so the tickets will already be on sale for the second night of Private Education Live. So if you haven't got a ticket already, make sure you go on to Private Education Podcast on Instagram, and all the details will be there. Um, thanks so much for everyone who's left reviews, who's left comments, who've left star ratings, all those things that I ask you to do ad nauseum every single bloody week. Um, and until next week, stay safe, have fun, goodbye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.